Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. We're we're here in beautiful Pico Rivera. Hi, everyone. It's me, Lars, and uh, Rolene. And uh, Nick is not here Sans today. Nick. Yeah, he will be here after the movie, but he's not here with us beforehand. And it's for a very good reason that we'll let you know in a little bit. But uh, today we're seeing Teen Titans go to the movies. Very excited about it. Yeah, me too. Fans of the show. Yeah, big fan of the TV show. Yeah, yeah. What are what are your expectations for the movie? today gonna be stupid <laughs> loud and funny yeah that's my expectation yeah I think uh, I think yeah pretty much what you said yeah I think there are gonna be a lot of jokes about superhero movies in general yeah um, since Has a lot of that self-awareness yeah these guys can't help but mock anything up to and including themselves I think it's gonna be a lot of fun I don't know um, I guess we can go in yeah see the movie. you know di- hey disclaimer we we didn't work on this movie. Uh, maybe there are other people who've worked on this movie, but we didn't. You know, so uh, any harsh words we we may have for this movie later, it's not it's not as if we like tried hard and made a movie. You know, but there are other people who did. Yeah. You know, and maybe maybe they would have a little more authority than we would. Yeah. So also on the same token, we <laughs> won't we will try not to be biased toward this movie, knowing that we have friends probably worked on it. <laughs> We're not going to. We're not going to try to say really good things out of our way. But, you know, but we might be biased since we are fans of the show. <laughs> yeah, expectations there. Yeah, well, let's, let's head on in. All right. All right, we're back from the movie. Rolene and I have gone over to the home of Nick and Julianne. Hi, guys. You may remember me from The Secret Life of Pets. That's right. <laughs> and Nick from every other episode. <laughs> <laughs> I now, hear you have notes. <laughs> we do have notes, and we have Julianne here for a very specific reason. Julie, actually, Julianne, why don't you tell us? Uh, my reason is that I worked on the movie. That's right. What? And so, <laughs> and so did Nick. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I did uh, retake animation. Sometimes things come back a little wonky. You know, you need to clean it up sometimes. Julian, what, what was your role on this? I was a compositor, which means I took a lot of crazy threads of different colors mm-hmm. and lengths and tried to turn them into a sweater. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. And and because you guys worked on the movie, you got to see it through crew screenings, Mm -hmm. which is why you weren't there before Mm -hmm. when we were there earlier. You guys can't see this, but Nick and I are both wearing t-shirts that say Rob's Movie Crew. Yeah. If you hear clicking in the background, we have a dog. The dog is Beast Boy. Yeah. That's ba- right. Ba- Beatty is also a guest. Beast, Beast Beatty. Beast Boy is a guest on this in the form of a dog. He won't be talking. He, he won't be transforming yet. Unless I do my best Greg Sipes impression. Now, I think the format for this show, since Julian and I worked on it, we're not really qualified to like dig into it, really. I, we, we, we want more of like a, an outside perspective, you know, people. Oh, are... okay. So maybe, you, do you want to ask so us I, questions? Yeah. Why don't I ask you, you guys some questions? You began the show with some expectations. You thought it was going to be colorful and cartoony and loud and fun. Mm -hmm. Did it meet your expectations? Yes, definitely. (laughs) Super fun. Yeah, I think... Probably the only way that the movie, uh, you know, you know, without without spoiling too much, um, there are times in the movie when they go to kind of different art styles for yes. sequences here and there, and that was probably the biggest surprise to me was these kind of special little sequences. And you know what? Yeah, it's a little 
musicals too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was going to be a musical, but it kind of is. It definitely is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's like a qualification for how many songs need to be in a movie for it to be a musical, but this certainly had music in it. That is indisputable. <laughs> I thought there would be some music, but I guess I there was more than I thought there would be. You guys have seen the show more than I have. How musical would you say the show is? They'll do like a song about uh, waffles. Yeah, no, they have a they have a fair number they of songs. They do a lot of rap. There's a yeah. lot of songs in the movie that aren't like the feature songs now that I think about it. Like there's a, the song Shenanigans, Shenanigans. Oh, that's where, right. Like, Teen Titans are yeah. um, mm. up to no good. A lot of kooky capers. <laughs> I really like those scenes because they were super easy and my brain was fried. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like they, there were a lot of songs in the background that didn't really, you know, you, you didn't pause the show or like have the characters actually participating. Like yeah. there are three words like this is what the movie is now. <laughs> the show has some surprisingly good songs, actually, I'd say. I'm just, like, thinking about... Pete, the director, you know. writes a lot of them, or co-writes a lot of them. Really? Yeah. And he does the raps, too. That's really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We wrote the Teen Titans Go song, and he was rapping it, and all of the scratch tracks were him, and uh, my supervisor got very uh, attached, as we all do. <laughs> I always get attached to scratch tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. Me, too. Not I didn't work on this movie, but in other things where there are scratch tracks. You just get so used to it. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that whole thing with music, too, where directors will say, like, I want a song kind of like the song from Lord of the Rings, and they'll put the Lord of the Rings song in. They get so attached to it, they're like, okay, just do basically this, but change it a little bit. Are we allowed to mention other projects that we've worked on? Yeah, we are. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Nobody's paying us to do this. We can do what we want. I remember season one of BoJack, I got uh, enamored with the um, original scratch. (laughs) Okay, break time. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Bo Bojack season one. There was a song in in Bojack season one that I got really attached to the scratch track for. It was the um, intro song for the sitcom that Bojack is on in the nineties. Three little orphans, one, two, three. But like the scratch track originally was Raphael, the creator, going bump, 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 bump. Three little orphans, one, two, three. And it was just like so much more energy. It was so fun. Well, he was doing all the sound effects for like the instruments. Bump, 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 bump. Um, They should release that as a DVD extra. <laughs> no, but they never will. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, great song. Great song. <laughs> what did you yeah. think of the plot? I mean, maybe there was less plot than I thought there was going to be, but I don't know what I would expect that plot to be more if there was plot more than the of show, it. Less was... plot than a regular movie. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> right in the middle of it. Well, I think the plot is is just as much as I expect it to be, and I don't really need Teen Titans Go to be more complex or more like deeper than it how it is. Uh, there's a lot of like action movies out there that has very thin plot and it doesn't really matter, but this movie really carry, carries it through and then um, shows showcase each character's personalities and quirks and I think it's great. I think one thing that I noticed about this movie was that uh, Robin is very much at the center of everything. Yes. Whereas whereas in the show, you might have a cyborg episode or a Raven episode or a Starfire episode or a Beast Boy episode. You know, whereas this was this Robin, movie Robin is a Robin <laughs> episode. Yeah, it's a Robin episode, you know, and everybody else, eh, you know, they're there, but, you know, it's yeah. less about them, you know, which is fine. But that's not like a huge complaint. Well, you know? he's yeah. the most interesting, though. Yeah. Him or Raven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he has that very human flaw. And then when it comes to human flaw, it's interesting to to see him struggle and learn his lesson and become a better person 
then yeah, he's vain. Yeah, yeah. 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 The other yeah. characters are a little bit flatter in terms of like um, characteristics. Right. Like, yeah. what arc is Beast Boy really gonna have? Yeah, Beast Boy. Beast Boy's. It's fair to say that he's you know the dumbest Titan. And uh, I think I think the um, the main plot in the show is his uh, relationship with Raven, and that's an interesting development for him, where he also learned a lesson, maybe like in terms of how to be a better boyfriend. But of course, that doesn't have to be part of the plot in are this they, movie because they know, together in the show? don't have the it's kind of on and off okay it's kind of like <laughs> they just do a little hint in the movie yeah well, not, not yeah really. well in the, not the teen titans go universe i mean i know they're supposed to be teens but they all look like they're six to eight years yeah. old yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and we actually were looking at the comics at a friend's house the other week and they looked like they were 35 years old oh, well, I, there's just, a TV I don't show understand why artists can't just draw teenagers why can't they just look like teenagers? Throw some acne on them. <laughs> <laughs> Have their voices crack. Yeah. I I remember seeing like something on uh the new fifty two Starfire and how they made her like just as porny as possible, basically, like in her appearance and her behavior. And like the article was written by some, you know, parent who was like, my daughter is a real fan of Starfire from the show. Yeah. <laughs> Not Starfire from the comic. No, book. a lot darker. Yeah. More, more yeah. sexual. Yeah. So. <laughs> so probably, probably a good decision for a kid's show. Yeah. 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 Leave and, that and, out. Yeah. <laughs> As a fan of the original show, I was happy to see Slade as the the main villain for this movie. That's a little a little nod there to mm-hmm. the well, and a, another nod later, which oh, we'll get into. Oh, is he is he a villain in the original series? I would he's... almost say he's the main villain. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. didn't I didn't know anything about this franchise at all. I found it incredibly delightful to find out that there was so much hatred directed towards the series <laughs> while I was working on it. Um, they they celebrate it too, like at Warner Brothers. It's like posted on the walls, like you know, printouts of like the meanest tweets. <laughs> I'm the seeing, angriest people. I am seeing a shift. It's I don't think it's okay to make fun of Teen Titans Go anymore. I think that people are coming around on but it. But it ruined that it's its people's childhood. <laughs> and that's you know what? Here's my character arc. That's what I believed in the very beginning until I started watching the show. Until you I worked believed on it movie. ruined your childhood. Yes. If your childhood is tenuous enough to be ruined by a piece of new media. Yeah, you never had a good job to begin with. <laughs> also, it's like, I just hate people who complain about, like, oh, they adulterated it, they put some message in it, or they made it this way or that way. They were doing that shit in the 80s, and you were just a dumb kid, and you didn't notice. We watched Doug. <laughs> Y'all. So you forget that those shows are paced real slowly. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the most brutal thing about these shows aging. Yeah. Like, we tried to watch some original DuckTales, and it's like, man, is that slow. Yeah. Although we did watch some old-school Animaniacs the other night, and it's still pretty good. It's held up pretty some well. Of, some of the bits hold up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Teen Titans Go, right? Focus right. Focus. Did I... Did, did we did we introduce you, Nick, to Teen Titans Go, to this iteration? I, I had heard of it, certainly, but I didn't want yeah. to give it a shot. Right, until, but, but until did we get... Did we show you, like, a couple episodes? I think you showed me couple episodes because I was going to be starting on the movie. Okay. And okay. I was saying like, mm, the original. <laughs> and, then you, and then you guys showed me the truth. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. I think that's that's the bottom line. Like they actually, the one time in the TV show that they've talked about Slade was, was basically making fun of all the people who hate the new series. Yeah. Because they basically like they're... Oh, the return of Slade. Yeah, the return of Slade. Yeah. Like Robin runs to the door and he's like, Slade's back! And they're like, oh my gosh! 
it's serious this time. This We're going to do real superhero stuff now. And then a title card says, like, five episodes and a TV movie later. And then they all come back. And they're like, oh, man, we beat Slade. It was amazing. <laughs> like, they do it all off camera. That, that is a real slap in the face. Oh, though, yeah. yeah. Oh, completely intentional. And the rest of the episode, they're saying, how should we celebrate? And they're like, we should get a clown. And they're like, oh, a clown funny. isn't cool. And then and they're like, no, clowns are awesome. And they're like, maybe you just think clowns are awesome because you remember from when you were a kid? Yeah. <laughs> Very clever. That's pretty clever. Oh my gosh. I really like, they're just so mean in this show to like the old school jerks. Yes. <laughs> Okay, getting getting back on topic. I oh, man. One, one thing I enjoyed about the movie is all the little, the little uh, fourth wall breakings. I like that Stanley was in it for no reason. <laughs> I like stepping on Ant Man or whoever it was, the DC version of the Adam. The Adam. <laughs> I liked uh, the line where Slade walks into the forget where it is, but to get the Ditronium crystal, and he goes, Ah, the Ditronium crystal, the perfect plot device. <laughs> it gets me every single time. <laughs> Oh man. What do you guys think worked? best and what do you guys think were that's a great least. question the jokes were so so good oh yeah. my gosh I, I think it's it's the best when they don't take themselves seriously they never take this movie seriously even and then so like when Slade shows up they're just like this super exaggerated repeating his name Slade and <laughs> the camera focus on their on their mouth and then like how, how their tongue works and that's just really funny like basically it's like make this scene really stupid and don't take it seriously that's, Wait, that's the director would be which would be such a fun way to write too yeah where we could have like maybe punched this up and maybe come up with something even funnier but we're gonna go with like the really dumb one yeah and it, it's funny because of that yeah, yeah. i really appreciate that kind of humor. yeah like yeah, how slate is type... thank you <laughs> that's a great compliment thank you very much yeah 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 like slate is not cool either like he being a villain but then his trick of like deceiving them is just like super juvenile <laughs> but it works because yeah. yeah. everyone's an idiot yeah they're yeah. even dumber I like not even wearing a shirt <laughs> <laughs> or all five together. It's a wall. Like when yeah. he's saying, that, that's "Right, that's right." <laughs> what is that behind you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm really thinking about it, this is who cares about spoilers? We're, we, I mean, we're just yeah, we're together. in the spoilers. If now. you're watching this yeah. movie oh, and like, man. I need to keep my mind pristine in case I lose the important plot points. Oh my yeah. god! At the very, very end, the very. Because, you know, in the show, too, Robin always wants there to be a lesson. Yeah. And they all, they're always like, no, we don't care about lessons. We don't want to learn. Yeah. And then in the movie, Robin's like, okay, I'm going to make my thing. And then everybody's like, no, no, no. The, all, the, all the Justice League is like, credits, credits, credits. Ask your parents for babies come up. Good way to end it. Good way to end any movie, I would say. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. I mean, what do you think worked least? Yeah, like, can you? What can you really say though? Because it's it's such a silly idea. I mean, if it were me directing this movie, and it's a good thing it's not because it wouldn't be as funny. But you know, but if if somehow I was the director and they gave me the script that is this movie. I don't, I don't know, maybe I would have put just a little bit more of the other characters. Just a little bit of them. Oh, the, you instead know, of being focused it, on Robin. It, you know, yeah, like, keep everything in there with Robin, but give, put in 30 more seconds of every other character. Because just, they, just, they allude to the lives they're living once they disband. And then we never see them. And then we never see them, yeah. And I think, I think that, I guess, when Jade Wilson, the director, tells Robin that all the others are having a great time without him, and then we never 
see them again until I think I expected to see something of them or some I, kind of. We would understand or... the stakes a little bit better if we saw how miserable they were. If we actually had shots of it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just so we really, so it's really driven in. Or maybe, or maybe they just went back to the tower and were like, "What are our new lives going to be? I don't know. We'll figure it out later." And then just hung out there until it blew up. Like <laughs> that. that I, you know what? I'm pitching that as a joke. That's my pitch for the joke. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's my that's my only. I think that was the only thing in this movie where I was like, kind of want to see a little more of this. So it was the other. The other I, I think that's probably about as far as you can get. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll see because we were talking about in Hotel Transylvania. Do you balance story? Do you balance jokes? This is pretty easily in the joke category of things. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what can you really say about the story other than yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but maybe a little bit more with the characters. Like, even if it's dumb jokes, we still can kind of still get the stakes a little bit more of what they're doing when when robin's making his movie right yeah 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 but but, but that you, would be my pitch add a little of that but you wouldn't want to cut the uh time cycle bit no don't cut anything just add a tiny <laughs> tiny like just okay. add add 44 seconds to this movie of the other titans having very slightly more three-dimensionality to their characters that's it that's all I got. Verlene, any... What worked in this movie? What didn't work in this movie? Um, when I first saw the, the opening image, I noticed all the extra painterly details that they put in the background paint, and that was a little bit jarring to unexpected. And then when they have different styles, when they go into like different songs and they have different uh, styles of animation or different styles of character, I totally get it because they're referencing to other things, but to me that was unexpected and a little, little, little bit jarring. But but I'm not complaining, I'm just saying like that's a little bit like... Do you think content. that if they maybe had like a couple of shots transitioning into a style, would that have made it smoother? Or would mm. you... What, what would be your fix for or, that? Or leaning more into it. Not not only the way they draw the characters being a different style, but even the way... Like for example, Disney, uh, that sequence. Yeah. Maybe lean more into the Disney style of the character designs or the mm. background paint. And then for the old school uh, uh, original se sequence for the song, the my, my superhero movie song mm -hmm. maybe even lean more into that and just make it like really very close so to you're saying it's almost like uncanny valley it's so close or it's, it's close enough to the original style that you're not quite sure what to make of it yeah okay yeah. interesting I, I that didn't bother me personally but i i can understand that mm. i think the artists who did those sequences got to put their fingerprints on it a lot mm -hmm. because yeah. they were uh, championed by like individuals yeah like the yeah the lion king sequence took like this one animator something like seven months like, it looks like oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks really great. It's just like when it comes to the specific style, I wish they could push it more. But yeah, as far as the transitions go, like between styles in jarring, I'm I'm just thinking maybe for Robin's dream sequences, maybe like what like a uh, ripple cross dissolve Wayne's World flashback style. So you're just saying do, 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 the way do, do, do. they frame yeah. could go a long way in smoothing transition. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean is that is that like, kind of what you're like totally. You know? Um, you know how like a Disney animated movie they open with like a, a book opens it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, do something stupid so, like so that. So it puts you in the headspace. Cool. So yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. when we go to my superhero movie, have a movie poster of that style fly up onto the screen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. It's just it's just totally a personal opinion. It's not even a criticism or anything. Right. No. And speaking of um these are tiny these are tiny nitpicks. These yeah, are yeah. these are the one note that each of us would have if we were producers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of backpedaling a little bit. So the Disney part was so beautifully animated for such a silly joke of him like pulling up. <laughs> 
that's yeah. my favorite thing like whether it's that or it's like axe cop or something where it's a dumb thing executed perfectly I, I i can't argue with you thank you in this thing um so like you guys i mean i think i think what can be special about this podcast episode because mm-hmm. i think i think we enjoyed the movie so much that we just can't pick it apart like we would with so many other things we're fans of the show you know like i've seen you know, like this ev- is, this i've seen is... every episode of teen titans go this is more of an ad than a, a review <laughs> yeah. but but you know what i think can be special about this podcast episode is that you guys both worked on the movie you know and nick you and i worked on nerdland yes you know right. um and so so we we've been on features before but that was very indie that was like a one night only and then mm-hmm. straight to netflix kind of a thing this is like a wide release it's like a real um, movie yeah yeah you know you and and you guys worked on it we, we, we sat through the end to to look at your credit your Aww. names in the credits Aww. <laughs> yeah. thank you i personally had a great time on it i found the style really charming and it's it's always fun to do like really bouncy crazy animation stupid faces dumb jokes <laughs> a, bu- a bunch of jumping around and dancing for me it was a last and you were doing a retake animation. I was doing retake animation. Which is more fun than regular animation. I don't know about that. I like a little bit of balance. Because I, I like scenes where I'm like, that one was me. And I got exactly one shot that I got to actually Ooh. just like animate in this. That is the bitch the about retake retakes. animation. It's like, can I put any of this on my reel? No. No. <laughs> it's touched by about seven or eight different people. Yeah. Yeah. I, re- I recolored her arm for one frame. <laughs> this one's my shot. <laughs> <laughs> But it was fun. You were at, you were at Warner Brothers? That's right, Warner Brothers. Really cool campus. Uh, mm-hmm. Sets going on, just like the movie. It was exactly, you know what? It was exactly like the movie. We had a security <laughs> guard that we had to teleport around every day. <laughs> yeah. I do feel a lot of ownership over, like, the parts of the movie that I touched. And... Oh, t- tell us about what you yeah, worked on. Well, yeah, because you since you did compositing, like, that's much more, you know, it's not like you were a retake compositor. You were, like, a compositor compositor. Yeah, I mean, it was hard. It was difficult because we had a really limited schedule schedule limited budget and mostly schedule but um <laughs> we worked a lot of weekends and everyone was you know we were stuck in a trailer and everyone was kind of going nuts but the parts that i did i did both the uh, theater scenes i did the scene where slade blasts everyone with that beam that oh, hypnotizes that's so everybody. Cool. Such a cool yeah. <laughs> thanks i was really proud of it because <laughs> i built it yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us the parts that you composited and put all those effects into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and one thing that was kind of difficult, um, I mean, I'd imagine that on a lot of projects it's like this, but uh, people are segmented off from one another and miscommunications uh, abound. And when you're in post, you kind of receive the end result of that like this wasn't thought through or this was thought through incorrectly (laughs) or or this doesn't work and um a lot of the times you have to like figure out how to how to solve those problems so for example like uh the scene i did everything that all the balloon man stuff i did like the whole first (laughs) chunk of the movie uh, with the exception of one scene where they're standing on the roof talking to superman and wonder woman and green lantern that was uh, my coworker trevor (laughs) but uh we know we know trevor he's a good guy yeah yeah, i like trevor (laughs) But I did the uh, the whole scene where 
Jade Wilson comes out for the first time and she's in that sparkly sequined outfit. I made all those scenes. Oh, man. <laughs> As I was watching it, I, did, I don't think I knew you did that and I knew that was going to be a lot of work just by looking at it. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. And then, um, <laughs> it looks really good. It's some figuring out more than anything. A lot of it is figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for that, it was like, there's a screen on behind her and it was like, okay, well, what's on the screen? <laughs> like, how does this work? And oh, that hadn't been thought of before mm-hmm. that too? Not really. Huh. There were, there were yeah. a lot of, um, I did all of the, the trailers within that scene as well and so like there's the scene the trailer for you know Alfred the movie yeah. and it's like the titles uh, came in late the titles were a totally different color scheme from the backgrounds the backgrounds were not the right size and then the animation like that was cut up in, in certain ways so there are these transitions that like the timing didn't work and it was just so much color and timing stuff to marry. It was very complicated. It it hurt my brain. It's definitely a unique part of production because everything is getting funneled into you, basically. The backgrounds, the animation, everything is coming into you. And and when it's time for Murphy's Law to take effect, you're you're usually dealing with it in compositing. Oh, yeah. Like, I I remember one night we got the graphics for um, Jade Wilson's uh, title card. And um, I had to call the Pete, the director over because the color scheme completely didn't work. It was this like mustardy yellow, and it looked awful on the screen. <laughs> it looked in the context of the the theater, and we just had to completely like redo the whole thing. And and then there's or redo the color scheme rather. And and you know that's kind of how post goes. And and it's always kind of funny because like there's always incredibly talented people that work on the movie, and then they like hate us because oh, we no. take their work and we just totally change it. But a lot of the time it's changed because it's like the talented person did one thing and another it, talented and person did another mm. thing and we're the people who marry those things and make it feel like one thing so you know it's like sometimes it just doesn't these things don't look good together and that's compositing and but it, this movie was fun I got to do a lot of animation I got to like I really feel uh, yeah like the scene where the the beam comes out and they're all hypnotized it's like that was my effect would you I, say <laughs> would you say it's some of your best work oh for sure I grew a lot and, and part of that was working with really really talented people Trevor and Darren and, and Tim and E-Rock they're all very very good you know felt like I had to level up to be among them yeah I, I was definitely humbled by the animation in this movie it's mm-hmm. it's top notch and that's always a joy of working on any project working with people who will make you up your game I am oh, just yeah? you know it's bittersweet for so long I longed for the day that I would stop saying T-double-E and T-I-N-S <laughs> but like you that day a is... lot of that song to me today <laughs> oh yeah I know all the words yeah. but now that, now that that song now that, that time is, is here you know I miss it uh, and I think a lot of people on the crew feel that way it was a really crazy project we all lost our minds uh, we all lost our personal lives but uh, and, and all was said and done uh, it was a great time like, when I heard they got they were going to get into China I thought they were going to make $100,000 or $100 million but mm. I, I guess not <laughs> maybe Chinese audience is just not super familiar with this franchise could be yeah it could yeah. be maybe the, the Teen Titans should have gone to China for just like the a TV random scene and come back first, yeah. well I mean like in Transformers where they're uh, like we need to go okay. to China for no reason you and then come back involve Chinese production as well but just know that I kind of well I'm Chinese so like from our from Chinese people's cultural background I have a feeling that they are definitely more um, familiar with Pixar and Disney and maybe DreamWorks those kind mm. of like a high budget blockbuster like just glamorous yeah. type of stuff but when it comes to smaller production animated franchise that are not like super heavily advertised Chinese people don't really know about it they wouldn't mm. want, like take the risk of 
watching it. Not, not a lot of Raven and Starfire yeah. fans over there. <laughs> not a lot of sure. people in China with Cartoon Network in their home. Yeah, and also they just <laughs> simply don't have the appreciation and sophisticated, I guess, sophisticated appreciation of uh, fine to, art. To, to the animation uh, as okay. we do. Oh, that's true. I watched a YouTube video where some guy said, you know, Teen Titans, go to the movies, movie, a box office failure or a box office uh, success. It's kind of in the middle. But anyway, he, he casually says during his um, review of, of the box office performance, he says, uh, you know, people just aren't that interested in watching 2D animated movies. It made me so sad. Yeah. I don't know if that's even necessarily be. true. Because they, the last real big one was Princess and the Frog. Was that that big and one? And it also like, Disney the, the, did, it financially didn't do very well. Well, by big one, I mean Disney did it. Mm -hmm. And after that, there hasn't been a lot. So Teen Titans is definitely notable in the fact that it's a 2D animated movie. Yeah. Um, We're talking about like hits. You know? Right, but yeah, it's based on yeah. the TV show. Yeah, like w when you look at Disney's Princess and Frog, it's from Disney, so it's supposed to already have the golden ticket to be a big hit, but it didn't. So that means even Disney can't crack this 2D puzzle now. It made so. yeah. $267 million. That's about almost 10 times as much as the Teen Titans Go wow. movie. Yeah. But then compared to like Tangled or something. It had a budget of $105 million. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so proportionally, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just on a smaller scale. Well, um, yeah. we made triple our box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's what's the most like the last successful two D animated movie that was like really 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 popular? The Lion King. In nineteen ninety five, there hasn't been a lot popular one since then. Can you think of one? Mulan was after it. Yeah, mm. but that wasn't as big as the Lion. Okay. Okay. What was the Emperor's New Groove successful or no? Yeah. I fucking that's one of my favorite Disney movies. But yeah, see, like the Emperor's New Groove is great, but I don't know if it made money. You no, guys not are at the time. Too close to the source. Nick and Laura's have notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you start counting backward from that, and there's like what Hercules. Yeah, I, I would not call those successful movies. Yeah, but. yeah. Then you start getting yeah. back. Unless that's that's so disheartening to hear. Because yeah. I was thinking, Princess and the Frog, big movie. That was like the last one, really. But even be you have to go further Emperor's back. New than that. Or we can talk about like maybe anime or or European two D anime the, the, movie. That, I mean, Your Name is one of the biggest anime oh, or so anime movies. I guess I didn't think about time. that. That's true. Mm. Yeah, but it's just different style, I guess. So so anime has been going strong, certainly. Because anime hasn't been taken over by CG. They they use CG very sparingly, and also like mm. if you see CG in anime, it's like eh. You'd rather <laughs> you'd rather watch two D. Yeah, <laughs> there there are some animes where I'd rather just be a still image instead of people moving around three D. I'd like to oh. see studios make more two D animated films, but oh, yeah. you know, unfortunately, as someone who works in animation, I know I'm in the minority. Apparently, yeah. I mean, they they'd make it if there was a market for it, mm. right? Do you guys know anything? You know the like during the credits thing for Teen Titans. Go. Oh, that's right no, so have you been sworn to secrecy or is there no, like no, there's no just nothing to know there's no information okay but that's in, but that's interesting i right? think it would be so cruel if nothing comes of that yeah for fans of the show or the original one which i, I still consider myself a part of or or it, is it one final haha -ha to the fans of the that original show so on brand for teen titans go it to, to perfectly animate like the old style and just troll everyone <laughs> i really hope that's not the case or what if if they're if a lot of people saw this movie and it did well and then a lot of people were asking about that and it were a hullabaloo, then it would inspire Warner Brothers to 
bring it back. I'm seeing a lot of speculation on, on the internet, on YouTube, of like, if this does really well, if the Teen Titans Go movie does really well, we're going to get a season six of the original Teen Titans. Like, based on what? Like, <laughs> who's, who's to say? I mean, I really don't see any reason they don't do that. Because, like, they've been doing, like, a DC superhero girls and a bunch of other random mm. 2D superhero whatever. And they obviously know that the original Teen Titans Go have a fan base. So why wouldn't they bring and it back? There, I mean, we're rebooting shows all over the place. As, I mean, Warner yeah. Brothers especially just came out with, like, Thundercats and She-Ra. So mm-hmm. why not bring back the original yeah. Teen Titans? Although Thundercats and She-Ra have been rebooted in the way that Teen Titans has been rebooted. They've been turned into silly gag She-Ra things. She-Ra has a bit more of the original style than, than Thundercats. Thundercats is definitely a lot more cartoony. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything's getting rebooted with Teen Titans transition to Teen Titans Go as the model. Thundercats know? is... Um taking the torch, you know, as yeah. far as ruining people's childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I was never, I never watched a single episode of the original, so I couldn't care less. I I watched some of the original, and eventually somebody pointed out to me, like, you don't like Thundercats, you just like the theme song to Thundercats with that opening, and it's like, you might be right. Like, because nothing <laughs> happens in the actual show, but the theme song, where they're all flipping around through the air is, like, super badass. That's every 80s show, though. Yeah. 80s shows have the best intros. No. I think, I, I also am like, like the only person in the world who watched like the 2011 Thundercats. Oh yeah, so. I heard that was, or at least from what I saw, it looked pretty damn good. The visuals were so good, yeah. like that it's, oh man, it's just candy for my eyeballs, you know? And sometimes that's all a show needs to be. Yeah, that was enough for me. <laughs> but whatever, that got one season. Yeah. Like it, only I watched it, so it got canceled. Yeah. Well, it looks like on our Nielsen list, it's just Lars here. Yeah. Um, watching it through Hulu, he's not, so it's not even direct. Yeah, he's so, not even yeah. a, a Nielsen family. He's yeah. just... You know, we just we just picked him out because he was the only one. We had to figure out who it was. Right, <laughs> you tracked him down. Um, okay. Any any final thoughts? Um, I don't even know if we should give it like a score out of ten necessarily for this one. Oh man, you ten know? out of ten, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how necessary that is. <laughs> yeah, all all around. But yeah, um, yeah, not really big changes. Yeah, we don't. They did show the the DC Superhero Girl short before. Oh yeah, but with the movie. Uh, but Lauren Faust. Yeah, yeah. It's and you know it's got a lot of that fun, like really whimsical, really silly, high energy, yeah, really fun editing. sort of. Yeah, really fun editing, sort of low stakes for a story overall, yeah. kind yeah. of, uh, you know, flavor from My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. It, it was definitely an introduction to, here's what the next show is going to be like, yeah. Uh, ver- yeah. Ver- versus its own kind of thing. I, I liked it. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were going to do a trailer report. I don't remember anything. So so here, so normally it would be Nick's trailer report, but since you weren't there, it would have been like uh, Lars or, or Rolene's trailer report. But okay. what do we got? So here's what happened. Um, the movie, like didn't start for almost a half hour after we were sitting in the theater we were just sitting there and it was just like the pop yeah no it was like some sort of image about popcorn or something I don't know we're like staring at the same image and it's like the movie was supposed to start like 26 minutes ago and then finally the projector starts going they start playing a trailer for a horror movie um (laughs) like I'm sure stuffed to the gills yeah it was like yeah it was like yeah it was exactly where I think was it a red band trailer like oh no no, it's not a red band it was but it was like it was like a green brand band trailer for a horror movie and I'm just sitting there and I'm like no, you're why right. are they showing this 
with kids. And then, like, suddenly it starts just flashing green band, green band, green band. Like, somebody up in the projection booth is, like, tabbing through all the, sh- all the trailers <laughs> to get to the movie. So, like, ugh. Okay, ugh. yeah. So, so, no. so, 9 out of 10, not a 10 out of 10. <laughs> because, because... Because of the theater guy. Because, yeah, Pico Rivera can't get their act together, apparently. Mm, yeah. You know, but it was the only theater that we could watch it with Movie Pass for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that while you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we're still still getting our money's worth from this movie pass. We're gonna we're gonna be like crossing state lines to watch movies just so we don't have to pay for a ticket. Right. But, well, you know. on that note. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I guess we'll thank you guys for listening to this this one. Yeah, uh, this wasn't much of a, a notes episode. This is more of just talking about how much we like the movie. But yeah, hey, yeah. you never know what you're going to get when you start listening. <laughs> yeah. It's really awesome that yeah. Nick and, and Julian get to talk about your experience working on this movie. Yeah, it's like yeah. rare to hear um, insider or like behind the scenes stories. That's yeah, really yeah. Awesome. yeah. But it's also, it's also difficult to really talk about as, as a film, you know, separated from what you did on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes your notes are just glowing adulation. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to take a minute and brag about what you did. I did the scene where Robin is hanging off of Slade's arm as he's pointing and trying to distract everyone. No, no, don't look. Don't look. I remember that shot. Yeah, that was the one shot I got to do. That's great. Yeah, thanks, man. (laughs) Great. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next time when we're reviewing some other movie. Bye, everybody. Uh, I love you. (laughs) 